following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. Well, we want to continue this morning on the theme of joy. We're celebrating our Advent uh, season this year, and for this Sunday, I was thrilled that the topic was joy. Do you realize that when Jesus was born, the declaration of his coming carried with it two things, joy and peace? Do you realize that at the end of the life of Jesus, just days before his crucifixion, he spoke some things and he said, I'm speaking these things to you that you might have my joy and my peace. He is the Prince of Peace and he is the greatest carrier of joy that I know. He is the source of both. I would like you to turn in your Bible this morning to the 118th Psalm and verse 21. We're talking about being strengthened by joy. How many of you believe we're living in a day and a time where the world needs joy? People need joy. They always have. But we may be more aware of it (coughs) than we've ever been. Verse 21 through 24. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I want to talk to you today about today. It is the dream of every preacher to preach a message that is applicable to any time, anywhere, any season. And so I get to talk about today, which tomorrow will be today, so it'll still be relevant If you're watching online and you didn't get to watch this today and you're watching it tomorrow, it's still relevant because I'm talking about today. If you watch it next week because you didn't get time and we're way down the line, it's still today. Do you realize that the only day you and I have is today? Yesterday's gone, tomorrow is coming. But this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. 
Everyone say rejoice. rejoice. Just for clarity, rejoicing is the demonstration or the release of joy. I will say this, I believe it is possible to walk in joy and be over, so full of joy and yet people don't always see it. I don't think you have to be falling down laughing to be joyful. There is a quiet, joy in many times is a very quiet, oh, thank you Jesus. You are here this morning and we all have different kinds of personalities and here's what I think. I think there are some people in this room who have felt inadequate because you feel like you don't express joy like some people express joy, but don't assume you don't have it. And don't let others assume that you don't have it. Let it spurt out every now and then just so they know. But the reality is we're all different. But there is a strength that comes from joy, but it is a today joy. This is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad in it. How many of you are thankful? There's a little scripture that sometimes I lay my head on the pillow at night and I say this. Thank you, God, that your mercies are new every morning. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you can be honest. There are days. We have those days. When we are so thankful that it's over, and it's very soon going to be yesterday. And then I wake up today, which this was today, until it is no longer, it's yesterday. Oh, and I wake up today, and his mercies are brand new. And I get to start all over again. Walking out my joy journey with an awareness that yesterday is gone. There's an old country song that says that. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> Somebody said sing it. Not a chance. I want to talk today. I, I, I want to put things in perspective because here's the reality. Over here we have yesterday. Well, this section, you, you're the yesterday. You're so yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But we have yesterday. We have today. And we have tomorrow. But I want to suggest to you that we can only live in today. You can do all, well, you can do whatever you want, but the reality is, this is the day that I've been given. It's going to soon be yesterday, but right now it's a today. Now, yesterday, that day that we're getting, that was tomorrow, but now it's today. So I'm going to live in today. Have you ever heard the phrase, live in the moment? I believe that's what it means. 
impart. And there are so many distractions in our life, and there's so many distractions going on right now, that it can throw us into a tizzy, and we don't appreciate today. It's all I got. It's all you've got. And here's the danger. We need to be careful that the things of yesterday, because like I said, we have hard days. And we need to acknowledge that. And we need to realize, but we can't let what happened yesterday rob my joy for today. I can't. I have, to, I have to find the joy. By the way, I'll just throw this in there. How do we get that joy? Jesus said, these things, John chapter 15, these things I have spoken unto you that my joy may remain in you. So I'm not going to preach on it, but what things had he just said? He had just said, I am the vine, and you are the branch. Abide in me. And he went on and on about that for several verses. And then he talks about how he abides in the Father. And that in the same way that he abides in the Father, we should abide in the Son. And then we get introduced to the Father and all of that. But these things I have spoken unto you. I know we preach it here a lot. But we can't help it. The secret to life is abiding in Jesus. The secret to whatever's going on in the world. The secret to preparing for the future. The secret for preparing for tomorrow. The secret of living today. The secret of letting go of yesterday is all found in abiding in Jesus. It is. And sometimes we get frustrated because that's just too easy. And we can say, well, God has just been so silent. Really? Have you opened your Bible? Oh, now I'm meddling. Roy prayed in the prayer room. He had a sense that I wanted to step on toes and I don't want to, but I have a feeling I'm going to. No, really. He's not silent. I've never, uh, I've never had a season in my life where God was silent. Because I got the book. Now I'm thankful for there's way more to my relationship with God than the book. But in those times and in those seasons when it's really, really going tough and I don't hear that still small voice in here, I'll hear this voice that speaks from the pages of the book. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. Yesterday is a hard place to live. It only lasts for a short time, and then we need to step into 
today. And here's some of the challenge. The reality is our yesterdays many times were so filled with joy. But it isn't yesterday anymore. It's today. And some things may have changed. Many of you know my story. Our family story, our life was turned upside down. And there's a yesterday that's gone, but there's a today, and by the grace of God, we live for today. So thankful for yesterday. The good, the bad, the hard, the difficult, whatever. We're so thankful for it all. And it helped shape and mold us. You're maybe here this morning. See, I don't want to talk about joy and neglect the fact that some are not feeling joyful. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to tell you the secret. It's a secret that Jesus modeled, actually. But the reality is that all that happened in our yesterday helped shape and mold who we are. It's not possible to get to today till you've walked your yesterday. And your yesterday formed who you were today. It's part of the Christian faith. Do you know that without Jesus, yesterday, today, tomorrow, really just all run together? But there is a day that the Lord has made. And by the way, the author, I believe, was talking about a particular day. It was the day that the chief cornerstone, or that the stone that the builders rejected became the chief cornerstone. We read it in the scripture. It was the day of salvation. I appreciated, I don't, here's what I know. I know when Josiah, who just happens to be my grandson, if you don't know that, began to sing, the Savior is coming, there were some in the room, including me, who had to say, wait a minute, is that theologically correct? Thank you, Jesus, it was. The Savior is coming. Today is the day of salvation. And when this today is now a yesterday, and it's a new day, which was tomorrow, but now it's today, it'll still be the day of salvation. It'll still be the day. This is the day. That, what day? The day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I will. By the grace of God, I will rejoice. Because of the grace of God, I will rejoice. But I don't want to diminish the reality that some of us have gone through some stuff in our yesterdays. Can I just say, join the club? You and I must be careful that we don't wear... Boy, you were right, Roy. 
I wasn't planning on saying this, but I'm going to. You and I must be careful that we don't wear the difficulties that we went through yesterday as a badge today. Father, we thank you for our yesterdays. We thank you for the joys of yesterday. We thank you for the struggles of yesterday. We thank you for the things that pressed us closer to you. Just remembered, I took a screenshot off of Facebook. Posted, must be true, posted by our very own Lisa Malley. Memories remind us that nothing lasts forever. Time is precious and should not be wasted. Enjoy life and remember, don't count the days, make the days count. Isn't that awesome? I saw that some during the week and I took a screenshot of it, thought I might use that on Sunday. Here I am. Memories, I'm going to read it again, remind us that nothing lasts forever. Time is precious and should not be wasted. Enjoy life and remember, don't count the days, make the days count. We live in the moment. And I want to be so careful this morning, because to be honest, no matter what Roy says or thinks, I don't like stepping on toes. But we must be a people who know how to move from yesterday and live today. And I don't want to diminish what anyone's yesterday was like. I just want to say, this is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. This is today. And we can never have yesterday back. Over the years, I've said from time to time, because I've learned this to be true, God never really focuses on yesterday. He focuses on today, and He focuses on our tomorrow. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't remember. I do remember yesterday. I remember the pit from which I was dug. I remember the first time in my yesterday when the Savior came into my life and saved my marriage of 40 plus, 45 years ago. I remember those days, but they've only serve to shape me so that I can live fully in today. When I first got saved, I was doing what most believers do, learning to listen to the voice of God. So I said, the, I said to the Lord, tell me a scripture to look up. And Isaiah 12, 3 came to mind. I've told this before, but it just fits. And it comes to my mind again. So I, or I, I turn to Isaiah 12, 3. 
And it says, with joy, you shall draw water from the wells of salvation. And I thought, oh, jeez. Well, I guess that don't work. <laughs> years later, and I do mean years, 20 years, maybe more, I'm, I'm still growing in my ability to hear God's voice, or I'm in a place where I really need to hear God's voice. And I s- said, Lord, speak to me a scripture. And again, he spoke to me, Isaiah 12, 3. And I didn't remember that that was the verse he gave me way back here. But I opened the book and I look and there it is again. With joy, you shall draw waters from the wells of salvation. I said, "Okay, God, I get it. So now I've determined, just so you know, I have determined that I'm going to live my life drawing uh, the waters of salvation with joy. And I'm going to enjoy being saved. Why? Because today is the day the Lord has made. Today is the day of salvation. Back here, yesterday, was the day of salvation. And here's the problem that we sometimes struggle with. Uh, Everything that happened in my yesterday, I didn't understand at the time, and I still don't understand. And when I get to heaven, I might have a few questions for God, but I have a feeling when I get there, the answer to my question won't really matter to me. Because I'll be enamored with Him. What a today that'll be, huh? When we get to see him face to face, and yet we live in our yesterdays and in our todays, hoping that day doesn't come. Yet. Can I tell you one thing I've learned? In my yesterday, death is not a defeat for the saint. There's a reason the Bible says that the Lord rejoices at the death of his saints. That's just an add-on. But we live in our today. And so we're living in our today with an awareness that it's the only day we have, although we do have tomorrow. Now, I know the Bible says, take no thought for tomorrow. In fact, I was going to go there, and the Lord pulled me up short and said, don't do that. Here, can I tell you what I was going to tell you, just to show you how wrong I can be? I was going to tell you, don't try to get joy out of yesterday because that's gone. But, and don't try to get joy out of tomorrow because that's not here yet. You can only live for the joy of today. That's not true. I can pull joy out of my tomorrow. Jesus did it. He modeled it. You're looking at me funny. You want a scripture because you're so theologically minded. All right, I've got one. How many of you are thankful for yesterday? And I don't, I mean all our yesterdays. I realize that some of us in the room have had way more yesterdays than others. 
Can I say this? I believe this. The more yesterdays you have behind you, the more precious today becomes. Who would, some of those of you, oh, I'm going to put some of you on the spot. Some of those of you who have a lot of yesterdays behind you, would you agree that as you grow older, today becomes much more precious? You know what else I've learned? My mom used to tell me, when I was, even when I was little, time goes so fast. She used to say that all the time. And now that I'm not little, and now that I'm older, you know what I've learned? Time goes really fast. How many of you can relate to that? And I know some of you young, young people can as well. But I, all I'll say is this. It goes even faster as you age, I believe. We have the privilege of doing a church service in the building we live in that is a senior building for 55 plus and it recently over the past few years is trans is transitioning to an assisted living facility and we have a privilege of doing a church service there so lean just to say that everyone in the room when we gather there's Anywhere from 15 to 20, somewhere in there, sometimes a few more. They are closer to the grave than they've ever been. And so are you. Just saying. It's good for us to realize Well, let me, I know you want the scripture. I know you do. I can just tell. I can feel it. Turn with me, please, to Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I want you to get the imagery here. It's like, and it really carries this connotation in the original language, it's like you and I have a race to run, and it is the race of faith. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, is on the heels of the faith chapter. Hebrews, all of chapter 11, which is the faith chapter. And he goes on to say it in our text. But the reality is that you and I are running a race of faith, and we are surrounded by a grandstand of people who have run the race ahead of us and are cheering us on. In fact, some of the yesterday experiences put into our life people who are cheering us on today. And they know the joy of heaven. They've understood and they, they know the ultimate joy. 
See, we talk about joy here on earth, but the thing that will mark heaven more than anything else, I believe, is joy. Because in his presence is fullness, come on with me now, of joy. I can, whoo, I can feel it just talking about it. And so we're running this race, and, and we've got this grandstand of, in some cases, and I, I don't want to be misunderstood in saying this, but in yesterday people, people who were a part of our life yesterday, some we don't know, some we do know, some we're not aware of, but they're, and, and can I just say, I don't believe that people who have gone to heaven can see everything that goes on on earth. I don't believe that. Because if they did, I don't think heaven would be heaven. But here's what I do believe. I do believe that part of the joy for those who are in heaven is they experience the joy that we have here on earth. That I do believe. And I do believe they can cheer us on. And I do believe we have an advocate sitting at the right hand of the Father who ever makes intercession for us. Do you, remember, do you realize that Jesus was a yesterday person, but now he's a today person and he'll be a tomorrow person? In other words, let's put it this way. I was saved. I'm being saved. And I will be saved. Aren't you thankful for that? He was in my yesterday, he's in my today, but he's in my tomorrow. Remember now, he's the source of joy. Uh, these things I have spoken unto you. What things? You are the vine, I am the vine, you are the branches. And so I pull from the vine my everything. My joy. These things I've spoken unto you, that my joy might be in you. What things? Abide in me. I know you spend a lot of time in the woods. I've got a question for you. If you cut a branch off a tree, will that branch live? No. Why? Yeah. Cut off from the vine. Right? Good preaching. So what if... What if... Not only was yesterday tough, but my yesterday is so close that today is tough. This is the day the Lord has made, but I find it very hard to rejoice in it. We do have those days. And, we, I, and I don't want to, I, I want to validate that. If that's you, if not only your yesterday was difficult, but because of what happened yesterday or what is happening today is also difficult.
we can pull our joy from tomorrow. That's what Jesus did. Let's read on. So we're running this race. And now it says, look on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. In other words, look on to Jesus, the one who started our race and who will be the end of our race. But also he is one who has already run the race. What did he do? Whom, for the joy that was set before him, for the joy that was in his tomorrow, he endured a today that was not good. For the joy that was set before him. You and I have a joy. This I can promise you. I don't know what your yesterday was like. I don't even know what your today is like. But I do know what your tomorrow is like. If you're here this morning in the sound of my voice, whether live or on the screen, if, if, if you are a born-again believer, I know what your tomorrow is. And for the joy that is set before you, there are times in our lives when all we can thank God for is the fact of salvation. And that's okay. I am saved, and I get to go home to Jesus. Now, I believe there's much more joy on this earth to reap than that, but there are those times when both that of yesterday and that of today is heavy. Let's just say it. I keep wanting to use a phrase, but I don't want to use it. The phrase I wanted to use is, today sucks, but I don't want to use that. So I'm not using that. But it does. And there are those days when it's just difficult. It's just hard. And we wake up in the morning and we know the mercies of God are new every morning. But, and our whole theme for this morning is uh, strengthened by joy. And so um, the joy of the Lord, we know, the scripture tells us, is our strength. So where do we find joy? If the circumstance of yesterday wasn't good, and if the circumstance of today, for this moment at least, does not seem all that good, I can pull on my tomorrow. For the joy that is set before me, I'll endure today. But I can pull in, and I can, if, if, if there's nothing else, if you have nothing else to celebrate, you and I can celebrate that we're going to see Jesus. We can celebrate what Josiah uh, sang prophetically, my Savior is coming. He's here, and he was there, but he's also here. I want to encourage you this morning in your ability to carry the joy of the Lord and to be strengthened by it. Those who sow in tears 
It's a promise of the Lord. There's, I know it to be true, and there are many, many, many people in this room who could testify to it as well. Those who sow in tears will come rejoicing. Allow God the ability to help you pull on tomorrow and to milk out of today all you can of the joy that is ours in Christ. Live in the moment. Don't let yesterday rob you of the joy of today. It's good for us to know Psalm 90, verse 12, tells us that our days, remember we're talking about today, our days are numbered. I don't know about you, but I find great joy in that. That alone gives me great joy. I don't know everything of what tomorrow brings. In fact, James writes, as only James can write, in a very blunt fashion. Don't say that you're going to go do this tomorrow and do that and go to such and such a city and trade and make money. And you, don't even, you don't know. But we've got today. during this season. It is a season of joy, and yet it can be a season that causes some of us to struggle. Find the joy in the simple things. How many of you were able to be here last week for the, uh, was it last week? No, two weeks ago for the children's program. How many of you saw joy demonstrated in various ways? I know there's one particular way that's coming to mind. <laughs> Little dancing hunter. <laughs> I love it. Some of us, I think, have to watch that over and over again. A little child shall lead them. <laughs> Did you get the feeling that he was listening to a different music than <laughs> everyone else? Got a question for you. Straight from the Lord. It's not on my notes. What music are you listening to? And I don't mean, well, I suppose I do mean, but I just mean, what, what are you feeding yourself with? What do you let, what do you let minister to you? How do you abide in the vine? Do you know that we're all different in what that means to abide in the vine? It is so different. That's why us preachers are erroneous if we ever try to define what that looks like. By that I mean we all connect with the vine 
in our own unique ways for ourselves. Some of you connect through worship and, and through prayer. Some of you connect through His Word. Some of you connect through taking a walk like, wow. Take a, take a look out the window. Can you hear the music? Can you hear all creation screaming? There is a God. And he's a good God. Even if I have to shovel that white stuff, <laughs> he's still a good God because he uses it to paint the most amazing pictures. You want to talk about prophetic art? I believe we're living in a day when God is just showing off. And he's using creation to do it. And if you don't believe it, just start, just take time to catch a sunset or a sunrise. I'll be honest with you, sunrises are my favorite. Our living room just happens to face east so I can sit in my chair with my cup of coffee and my Jesus and I can just watch it start to come. And at some point I say, oh, better get my phone. I'm going to have to take a picture so I can show her if she isn't watching it with me. It's beautiful. Father, we thank you for the joy that is set before us. We thank you whether, whether our yesterday was good or bad and whether our today is good or bad. Still, even yet, we have a joy set before us. I want us to go back to the very verse we opened with. Psalm chapter 118 and the first verse, 21. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. Father, we thank you this morning for the reality of salvation. We thank you for the baby in the manger with an awareness that it just was the beginning of an amazing story. We thank you for the yesterdays and the todays that Jesus walked the earth. We thank you that our Savior is here, he was here, and he's still coming. I thank you that I, I was saved, I'm being saved, and I will be saved. I thank you that he was the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father, we thank you for our yesterdays and what they did in us. As difficult as many, some of those days were, thank you for them. They pushed us closer to the chief cornerstone. We thank you for our todays, Lord. And even if they're a tough day, we thank you that it's pushing us closer to the chief cornerstone. But we thank you, Father, for tomorrow. 
And we thank you for the joy that is set before us. We thank you for the hope and the promise of heaven. We thank you that the journey between our today and our final tomorrow is wrought with your presence, your personhood, and your joy. We thank you for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org. Thank you.